It's that time again. You've now entered the no sales zone. No sales zone. With Chris Fratz, the plumbing sales coach. Peels back the curtain of what sales really is. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. And get ready to learn how to increase ticket average by providing better service. And now. Now. Your host. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please welcome CF, the plumbing sales coach. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We've got a special treat today. We've got Lance Ball from Aspen Mountain Plumbing, plumbing business owner, CEO extraordinaire, technician out in the field, has been out in the field for years and uh, runs his own plumbing company now and has techs that go out in the field for him. And we're going to talk today about the technical side of things. We're going to talk about water pressure, PRVs, and expansion tank and how they're costing your customer thousands of dollars by not doing them, by not checking them and all the effects that go into that. We're going to talk about that and so much more, how to sell them, how to talk about them, how to service them, how to service your customer with them. We're going to talk about that today. So if you're excited to see Lance, tell Lance what up. Lance is in the back green room right now. He can see your comments. He can see you guys and he would love to hear from you. Who do we got today? We got Tim Cunningham in the house. Good to see you. Hey, real quick before I go too far. Make sure you guys type subscribe into the comments, type subscribe into the comments. That will get you subscribed to the show. Simply what will happen is you'll get a message every single time that the show goes live right before we go live and give you a link so you can get here and find us easily. Also, if you want the new ebook that we wrote, type ebook into the comments. It's going to uncover the three lies. It's going to tell you the three truths to the three lies that are keeping you from profits, the things you really should be focusing on and really, really need to be focusing on in order to make your company successful. I did get hit up the other day by a hater, got a hater in the house, had a hater the other day, and uh, he went on our Facebook chat. We we're talking about the biggest sale of the day. In fact, what was your biggest sale of the week so far? Type it into the comments right now. Let the world know that you're out there doing it, that your customers are spending money, that the economy has not completely tanked. Let people know how it's going. But we put a post out. We asked everyone, hey, how's it going? Wanted to create a little positivity. And some knucklehead got on there and said that, uh, you know, you guys and, and my teaching and everything's ripping people off. Clearly, he doesn't pay attention to the show. But uh, I find that interesting that so many times in life we can live ignorantly, just ignore the truths, ignore the facts, and just assume that we already know what we know. And we need to be more open-minded. 6,800 dual media yesterday. Good job, Gary Phillips. Gary. Good job, bro. That's 28,000. Tim Cunningham, my man. Boom. And uh, we'll brag really quick about a guy by the name of Chris Cost. You guys see him jump on here from time to time. He works for me. He sells for a couple of plumbing companies uh, that we sell for. He's on that team, that uh, one of my products. He sold... Uh, a $10,000 tankless and Halo 5 yesterday on a toilet reset call. He also sold um, a couple other big ones. I can't remember what they were. He has a $20,000, a couple commercial water heaters going in at the end of the week. Just boom, 10000 yesterday, light remodel, Chad Collins in the house. That is out of Grand Junction, Colorado. This He is not in New York City. He is not in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. He's not in LA. He's not in the big markets. This is Grand Junction, Colorado, population of 60,000. Everyone knows everyone. They've got one major street and they're adding another one tomorrow. This guy's getting it done out there because it can be done. Don't let the mindset lie to you. Don't lie to yourself. 
Don't believe. Don't watch the news. That's all I can tell you. So what do we got? Donnie Rogerson in the house. Uh, Chad says, what's up, Lance? Can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see Lance as well. I was talking to him a little bit before the show. We were actually talking about his guys had a couple of big sales yesterday. Uh, boom, boom, boom. His whole team sold uh, a lot of, lot of work, a lot of help to a lot of customers. And again, it comes down to service. So many people reach out to me and they say things like, you know, how do you guys sell all these big jobs? Is it new drain lines? Is it, is it tankless as always? Is it no, no, it's not. It's, it's providing value. It's providing service. And it's simply just showing the customer where the same problem they're dealing with today, the same thing they're having today could also happen in another part of their home and the same kind of um, appliances. If you're looking at toilets and how it can affect other toilets, if you're looking at faucets, how it can affect other toilets and uh, faucets. And today we're going to talk about water pressure and how that affects the whole house. So uh, before we bring Lance on, I want to make sure you guys know about the ebook, you know about subscribe, you guys can get subscribed to the show. And they, so you guys can also get that free ebook. Make sure you type ebook into the comments. You'll get them. It's a Facebook message that you'll get. It's a messenger. So some of you type, request the information, but you never check your messenger. Go check your messenger. And the information will be in there. Also, if you guys want information about other products and services that we offer, you can you can get that from the ebook. It's all right there in the ebook. I, I can't make it any easier. Uh, he says, not many big jobs with lots of water eaters, and those are always good money. Yeah, Tanner says, Tanner works for Lance from Aspen Plumbing, who's going to be on here in just a couple seconds. So without further ado, I want to tell you guys who this guy is. This is Lance Ball. Back when I first saw him for the first time, he had uh, a company in um, – at Rock Springs, Wyoming, he gets other coaching from a business coach. He wrapped his truck. He grew his company, put some systems and processes in place, hired a guy by the name of Tanner. Tanner came out to the water heater, water softener school when we were doing that live in person. He came to that school and uh, just really has, and I'm not trying to give all the credit to the school. Tanner's just an awesome dude. Let's just put it, but that helped, I'm sure, a little bit. But Tanner's been in the program for a while, Lance's been in the program for a while, and they have been absolutely on fuego. Lance Ball, Tanner, Joss, and the rest of his crew out there, and, and and I shouldn't leave out probably the most important person, Kelly Ball, his wife. They are a power couple not to be messed with, not to be get stopped, not to be gotten in front of. They're a freight train, and they will knock you down, even though he's a nice guy. Let's bring Lance Ball on. Give him a warm welcome, everybody. Say hi. Hey, shaking your hands in there. What up? What up? Lance, how you doing, sir? Tanner's just an awesome dude. Let's just put it Lance, can you hear us? We can't hear you. He's just, look, he's just kind of there. He doesn't even know he's on the show, everyone. <laughs> well, it's really quick. Steven says two underground projects this week for a total of $30,000 in Billings, Montana. I think uh, Lance is watching the show live. So what's happening right now is Lance is going to be about 20 seconds behind us. Once he goes back to his green room, which hopefully he does that soon here, he'll be able to hear me in real time. Lance, are you there, bro brother? Are you there? He's still a little bit dazed. Give him a second. Maybe um, our bro our team can help him on the back end, uh, but we'll get him set back up and we'll get here. Um, we'll get that back. I promise we got something planned. He's got his, his, he's in his workshop. He's got expansion things. He's got PRVs. He's got everything. Um, I will say we're doing a contest today though, while we're waiting for him, we're doing a contest where we're going to do another gift card giveaway today. It's going to be a little bit more, but the only way, uh, I want to, we're going to do two giveaways. So the first one we're going to do right now on the show, and all you got to do to enter the giveaway is simply put a comment in the comments. That is the highest 
water pressure you've ever seen or you've come across or that you can recall. We picked a number backstage behind, uh, behind the scenes ahead of time. And it's not a super high number, it's just a normal number. But basically what we do is we kind of pre-picked an idea of where if somebody lands in this idea or someone pinpoints this number, we'll, we'll pick them as a winner. Otherwise it'll be random, but we're gonna go with the highest water pressure that you've come across. Just drop that into the comments right now. What's the highest water pressure you've seen when you were plumbing, when you were out testing water pressure, and uh, we're going to give away a $25 Visa gift card. Also, in, in addition to that, uh, if you share the show, if you tag someone in the show, earlier I saw someone tag someone in the show. I think it was uh, uh, Justin Penn, Charlie Penn got tagged by Danny Penn. You're going to be entered into a $100 Visa gift card that we're going to give away next week. And that's going to be an ongoing thing as you share the show and tag people in the show. One more thing I should announce. So we have a $25 Visa gift card that we're giving away for the, the PSI. Put the highest PSI you've seen um, on residential and then put in, um, uh, share the show, tag people in the show and you'll get entered into the $100 Visa gift card. One more gift card giveaway that we're doing. It's kind of been secretively back there. We haven't really talked about it in a while. For those that know, we hit 76 viewers last on one of our episodes at the end of the last season. And I want to break that. I want to beat that. So if we beat that record, we, we did a gift card giveaway for, I think, $200 uh, when we broke 50. Uh, if we beat that 76 number, if we get to 77 viewers or higher on a live episode, as soon as that happens, just send in a message to the plumbing sales coach and just say the number that you see, and you will win a $250 Visa gift card. And we're going to do that by sharing and, and, and coming on the show. Let me know. Uh, let me know in the back there. Uh, they're communicating right now. They're having art. They're they're letting them know. They're trying to get them back on. We'll get Lance back on once they let me know. Just bring Lance on as soon as we're ready. As soon as you've got him going, uh, we're going to talk about water pressure and PSI. Let me lay out the groundwork here um, about what we're what we're really going to get into today. There's so many people, and I know Andy Wright said 95 PSI in residential, but that's a fluke here in South Carolina. I know it can be a fluke in a lot of places, and what I've found is it's not necessarily your area that doesn't have high water pressure. It's the development of your area that can cause a lot of times this high water pressure. So you'll see spikes in water pressure when they add on strip malls, when you add on property complexes, especially like apartments, things that go up higher levels, they're going to crank up the water pressure to extend the pressure out to those areas, depending on how your city is developing that. And, and you see, holy crap, mine's like 125, 172, 172 national parks location. 180, Ben, the friendly, the neighborhood plumber, Ben Goen. He's been watching the show for a long time. Love that dude. 180, I watch you, Ben. I've been paying attention to you, sir. Uh, growing too. Stone Oak, San Antonio, 200 PSI. And these are real. These numbers that you're seeing, some of you are like, no, what? Yeah, they're real. Um, because the reality is, is what happens is, is, is the city develops, it cranks up the water pressure to extend that pressure out. And what happens is, is the people that live on the front end of that that system, those lines, they they take on the brunt of that. And so much stuff is affected by this. I've seen it personally in my own homes. I've seen it in other homes. I've seen it, you guys have seen it in homes, but water pressure that's high can absolutely destroy things. And it's not, I don't want you to tune this out just because you don't get high water pressure in your area. Cause we're also gonna talk about thermal expansion. Thermal expansion isn't quite as bad, but it is still the same concept. And I have pics of the pressure gauge for those that doubt it. Oh, they just took me right out of the show. There, I'm back. I'm back. Hey, we're doing some fun stuff. There's Lance. I wonder if Lance, Lance can you hear me now? Okay, you can hear me because you responded, but we cannot hear you. There's no sound. We're working. It's live TV, baby. That's how we do it. Plumbers plumb. That's what we, that's what, look, Lance is a plumbing business owner. He's a killer in the plumbing game. This is not his, 
He's not a, a talk show host. Uh, that's all right. We'll get it. We'll get it. So my point was, is that these uh, these things can cause so much damage. Tanner says he has he has it as well. Uh, these things, this can cause so much damage. This can cause a ton of damage to the plumbing system. Tons. Uh, destroy it. Uh, I've seen water, you know, something as simple as two years into owning the home and all of a sudden the the, the shower valve is is uh, leaking or the cartridge has gone out or maybe the faucet's leaking around the base or we've seen this time and time fill valves going out, water hammer, uh, maybe air's getting in through, a, you got high water pressure, air's getting in through like a hose bib or something. Lance, are you there, sir? We still don't have sound. Now we tested all this stuff out before the show went live. We had a whole conversation. People don't believe me. Everything was working beautifully. Everything was working perfectly. So Lance, if uh, as they're working on that, you know, I'll just kind of share with you what I'm sharing with them. And that's simply that this water pressure destroys stuff. And when I'm talking to my customer, one of the things I want you guys to get out of the show today is how I explain that to the customer. How do I, how do I explain that? Now, here's the cool thing about Lance, by the way, he's going to be coming on here every other week or every week, every week we're going to be coming on here. So we'll get this down. We'll get this right. We'll have plenty of great shows. We'll laugh at this one day. Jody says, we make every plumber check water pressure and take a pic to attest to customer profile. Here's something uh, interesting about the fact that Jody Enright just, just made that comment. I happen to know a little something about them. They own Skyboss for those that are familiar with Skyboss. Okay, that's who they are. They also own Option One Plumbing. And the thing about Option One Plumbing is, is it's in multiple locations. And she didn't say at our Southern California location, we do at our Arizona location, we do at our Jackson, Wyoming, at our Independence. She didn't say any of that. She said our technicians every time. That's that's because it's so, so important. And Andy Wright had to have, you know, he had made a comment that uh, he doesn't, you know, the, that 95 was kind of an anomaly or an, an abnormality for South Carolina, but he wouldn't have known that he did not check the pressure. And you got to check the pressure. And again, I don't want to rule out just because your pressure is low in your area. I don't want to rule this out for you because there's still thermal expansion. And you can see thermal expansion as soon as you turn on the faucet. As soon as you crank that faucet on, you almost, it's like uh, putting a three-wheel motion on an old on an old Impala. It lifts a little bit, right? The the faucet lifts a little bit, like it's got, like it's got, like it's got some bounce to it, like it's about to get into a Snoop Dogg competition. Like straight up, it's it's got a little lift and then it dies back off. And I usually like to show my customer that. You, oh, you know what that is? That's extra pressure. It's caused by your water heater for a few different reasons. But what that tells me is you guys are heating up water in your water heater and you're not always utilizing it. And so what happens is that pressure builds up somewhere and then we relieve the pressure when we, when we open the faucet up. Well, there's a couple of reasons why I want the customer to understand that. Number one, I want their faucet that normally lasts 20 years, 15 years, 500 years, whatever, whatever answer you're going to give me. Won't last quite as long now because it hasn't been uh, dealt with the same. People always said, Highway miles on a car are better than city miles. And there's some truth to that. And there's some not truth to that. That's still a lot of miles when you get up into the 100 and 200,000 mile range. And some could argue that, well, a car that's been running nonstop on the highway is wearing down faster than a city car. And someone else could argue that a city car is wearing down faster because you're braking all the time and you're wearing the brakes down, you're speeding up on the gas. And so it's wearing the transmission. But I would argue that in both of those scenarios, you're saying that abnormal use would cause different wear on the product. And so why wouldn't thermal expansion affect the water heater, affect the faucet, affect the effect? I was almost said, almost said toilet fill valve. It wouldn't, that's the one thing it would not affect. 
But that pressure's got to go somewhere. And I guess you could argue that if the water heater pressurized enough to push back on the cold inlet side, there could be pressure buildup there. Uh, either near or there. Look, the bottom line is, is that it needs to be dealt with. And there's simple, easy things that you can install on the system to take care of these things, like a PRV and an expansion tank. Expansion tanks are almost required everywhere when there's a PRV on the system anyways. Oh, I heard noise in the background. I, I'm pretty sure that's Lance. You're hearing me and, now? Oh, my goodness. We, I heard a ping pong. It was like a pin drop. Been waiting. Like, please bring Lance on. <laughs> Lance, brother, how you doing? Lance Ball. There he is. Good. He made it. All right, show everyone. That's the show today. Thanks for watching. <laughs> no Every kidding. call got a. No he kidding. says like a Snoop Dogg uh, competition. Tanner says you're talking about the hydros. You know, on the front of the hydraulics, man. I bounce the car. Boom, boom, boom. That's what the faucet looks like to me. Every time I crank it on, and that it has that little lift. I'm like, oh, self up. Your faucet running a 350 small block or what's up in there? <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, brother? You own a plumbing company. How long have you been plumbing? Let the fine folks know you plumb. You're a real I've been, plumber. I've been plumbing for 17 years, and uh, I've been in business for seven of those 17. So, so you're the while. real deal. You get I'm in the, the crawl deal. space. You read crawl by space, ditches. Standing 10-foot ditches. Yeah, not worried stand, about a clock. Stand like, sewer pits. That's stupid. Don't do that. You want shoring. You always want shoring, folks at home. Yeah. I don't want – look, uh, now they bring up Snoop Dogg. There's also a guy by the name of Eminem who got sued because people listened to his music and did stuff. I don't want people to watch this show and be like, he said I could stand in a 10-foot ditch. I did not say that. I did not say that. With shoring, so, you can. With shoring, you can. <laughs> so, Lance, tell us, what do you got for us? Find folks at home. I know you got some, some hey. gadgets and, tool and some, some, some info for us. We're going to break that down. So I got a whole lot of stuff here today, Chris. Um, we're talking pressure. And and first thing you got to have is that pressure gauge, right? Yeah. And what does one, yours go up to? Mine goes up to 160. We were talking about this earlier. Some guys we were. Like, them, like them less. Some people like them more. I like 160. Um, Tanner said earlier on the show that it, we've seen it up to 125. I've actually seen it go up to 150. So I like to see exactly what we're at so I can show the customer. Um, the more I show it better it is right so yeah and i'm i'm all for that i carried one around i think it, it maxed out at around 110 and uh i called it burying the needle and yeah. when you, you know when you bury the needle that's when you got a real problem i mean like honestly you got a problem at 80 75 but you got a you got a problem problem you get up into the like you got you do not ignore this uh yeah type extreme thing. problems extreme problems it'll wear out your fa your faucets really quick um the, the row rings on them the little o-rings that are on there yeah, can you show us what happens when that pressure pushes on that on that nonstop? Now, keep in mind, folks at home, because uh, we, we like to take the pressure. We don't really think about it, but this is 24 hours a day uh, on the faucets they don't use. And it's uh, – but, yeah, show them, what it, show them what it does. So so basically the way that the faucet works, everybody should know this. It's a plumber that it comes in through the bottom and comes out the side. But those O-rings are keeping it to where it's sealed off inside the faucet and not leaking through the handle part. That constant pressure on that over time, it's just going to start to split it and, and tear it away and rip it apart. And it'll just turn into little chunks and pieces. And I've actually seen that, Chris, where we've gone into houses and inside the aerator are chunks and pieces from this rubber gasket sitting inside the aerator. Now, folks at home watching, I am a big, big fan of repair, replace, upgrade. Today, tomorrow, uh, forever kind of uh, options. I know I said that real fast for those who don't always watch it. Like, wait, what do you say right there? Th those are the couple different ways that I – present options when I'm training 
plumbers so they can wrap their minds around how we would present these. And I even tell the customer, look, we can take care of your problem today, tomorrow, or forever, depending on which option we go with. Now, with shower valves, uh, that's a little bit different than a faucet. But with a shower valve, when you have a shower valve leaking and it's a cartridge replacement, cartridge rebuild, I don't, I don't tell people go try to get the customer to buy a new shower valve. That's not the play here. If it's a good Delta quality shower valve that's only four or five years old, there's no reason to replace the shower valve. Okay, I get that. But don't just go swap out a cartridge. Don't just put in a new over. First of all, if you swap out the seal, then the little chunks he talked about are still up in the rest of that. So you've kind of done them a disservice because you should charge accordingly for pulling that cartridge. In fact, you should probably charge more to pull a cartridge out and try to repair the cartridge than just to put a new one in labor-wise. Um, the parts are different, obviously, but labor-wise. So for everybody, including the company, including the technician, including the callback potential, better just to put a cartridge in but man that's the today only right to fix yeah. the problem for tomorrow we need to put in what would you put in here to really take these people to the next level so not only is that fixed but it stops happening everywhere you, you need to throw in a prv because if you've got pressure going on you need to have that pressure reducing valve inside the water line so you're not thinking about it like okay i i see that the o-ring is being damaged i see that the water pressure is affecting this particular isolated piece of plastic and rubber. You're thinking about it like what else is happening in the rest of the home as this symptom, right? This is more of a symptom. Yep. This wouldn't be the problem. The problem is the problem isn't the cartridge, right? The cartridge just could be, it could be a really good cartridge, like a, a, a high-end cartridge on a high-end faucet on a high-end anything. And it's still, it's still going to fail at 150, 140, 130 PSI sooner than it should have. Correct. Correct. These are only rated to like 90 PSI max. That's what the manufacturer rates them at. That's, That's worst right. case. That's, That's not like case, run us at yeah. 90. It's saying, hey, right. worst case scenario, don't get above 90. Yeah, all manufacturers are going to recommend, you know, 60 or less. That's where they, they the sweet spot's 60 for them. They don't want to be any higher than 60. So that, that would be what the manufacturer recommends. Anything over 60, I, I think 80 is pushing too, too much. I, I like to see it 70 or below. Personally. Yeah, if you if you really look at uh, the recommendations, it's 55 to 65 is kind of the sweet spot. 55 for a lot of believe it or not, man. When I was, uh, you know, my whole my whole career of plumbing and all that was done in Indianapolis, where water pressure and water condition fail people more than uh, the government. Believe it or not, if that's possible. So I'm joking. I'm not joking. Anyways, uh, but seriously, when you think about that it's like, man, it, be, it became a staple, it became so common. And then when I went to other places and saw that you could have 55 PSI, you know, I've been all over the literally United States, Canada with plumbing and stuff. And I've seen 55 PSI be the norm. And I thought, man, would that be enough? But it is. And it's, and it's really where it needs to be. Um, and we, we just don't take that serious enough for those that are just jumping on the show. I see trilogy plumbing, DW, Daryl Whitaker, um, Jumping on the show. Guys, for those that just jumped on, we're doing a contest today, $25 give, uh, Visa gift card giveaway. All you got to do is put in the highest PSI you've ever seen uh, when you've gone to a residential home, and we will uh, we'll pick a random winner on that and give away a gift card. That's how you get entered. Also, uh, type ebook right now, and you'll get uh, an ebook delivered to your, your Facebook Messenger of the three lies that basically are costing your business money, and I'm going to break down the truths. We've even put some really cool links back into other trainings and other shows. All that's free uh, for you guys. And today we're talking with Lance Ball about, and from Aspen Mountain Plumbing, he's a plumbing business owner. He's a plumber as well, licensed plumber. He's been in the game for 17 years 
and he's owned a plumbing business for seven. So uh, he's done this from every which angle. And we're talking about water pressure. We're talking about the effect of water pressure. Uh, Lance, how many times uh, would you say you've gone into a scenario where you, water pressure had been ignored and it is not just, yeah, the faucet is dripping, but you're seeing the, the, the evidence, uh, maybe the water heater, maybe what you're seeing the evidence, maybe multiple things are, are cracking or my favorite one is I'll ask the customer, you know, have you had any problems like this before? And like, no, just um, uh, randomly I had a, a, you know, all my faucets have had this issue over the last <laughs> year, but, but I only have this today. How, how often do you see that happen? I see it all the time, all the time. You know, one that we see a lot is toilet fill valves. We, we'll get a call for a toilet fill valve and you'll ask the person, how many times have you seen this take place with your other toilets? And they're, oh, the last plumber just changed one, you know, a couple months ago in that toilet over there. And obviously that plumber wasn't looking at the big picture, like you said. It's, I was on a, you, you know, Patrick Leonard out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama owns plumbing professionals. I got a cool crew down there. We were down there. I was on a call, went on a, uh, I visited his shop and went on a call with them and they had a uh, refrigerator. The, the filter was one of those real expensive refrigerators. The filter was leaking. And um, so it wasn't really a plumbing problem, but it was the water pressure. Is really the water pressure. So we put a PRV in, we, we sold a PRV, put a PRV in, and the leak stopped on its own. Now, you and I both know the problem is still there, just the pressure died down. So it's not like you can just ignore it because the leak did come back for her on that fridge, but she ignored it, which we told her not to ignore it. So I wanna, I wanna make a point that you just made with the toilets and, and connect that story to it. When you go to a home and you see, you know, three, three toilets, basically it's three bathroom uh, house, three toilets that are all enduring the same water pressure issue for the last however long, seven years, five years, and one toilet is having a problem. The other toilets are there. Okay, there's three people on the edge of the cliff. One's about to go over. The other two are right behind them. They're just as much as in danger as the one that's going over the cliff. But yet, why is it that we uh, and we the toilet valve, the reason why the fill valve is the cheapest part of like it's the it's not built like a dam, like a cartridge is no. and acts like, you know, the PRV is supposed to be the dam, but we end up letting the cartridges be the dam. The fill valve just cannot handle that. So that's why you see that there. So why do we go in, Lance? Why is it that we go in and just repair the one fill valve, maybe off of the PRV and just act like the other two fill valves are probably good to go? What would, you know, I know you don't do that, but what would be the logic behind something like that? I, I think the mentality there is that I want to save the customer money, but in the long run, they're not. You and I both know they're not saving them more money because if they're letting that next toilet be destroyed by the same pressure, they're just adding more to them. Just like I said that, you know, I've, there's been plenty of times that we've come into homes and said with the fill valve, hey, how many other toilets have you had this happen to? And she's like, oh, plumber just changed a couple months ago, you know. And that plumber could have taken care of the problem right then. But he allowed that pressure to continue to be high and that broke that gas. And I want everyone watching at home to, to understand what he just said, because you figure, I, and I get it, parts and prices and everything's all over the place. So we're going to use some really fake numbers, but let's just say toilet rebuilds are five bucks. And let's say PRVs are 10 bucks. So you go into a home and you sell someone a, a, a rebuild for five bucks, and then you don't take care of the PRV issue. And so what happens? Someone, you or someone else is back out there in six months for another five bucks on a different toilet that didn't have to break. That did not have to break for 10 bucks. She could have saved all the toilets, the rest of the toilets. In fact, you probably could have cut her a deal for 20 or 25 bucks and rebuild all the toilets and put it in a PRV and made a day of it. Or, you know, I know that's not exactly a day, but you get my point. 
You turn the call into so much more, plus you save the customer some money. She gets all the rebuilds done, the PRV done, but she only ends up paying for two rebuilds. She was going to pay for all three rebuilds. Now you're like, well, I want to save her money. You're just saving her cash flow today and costing her more cash flow later. You need to understand that. That is why this stuff is so important. Lance said, if they got, if the pressure is at 79, will you still recommend a regulator? Yes, all day, yes. every day. If the pressure's over 70, I'm going to, I don't want to leave it up to the city to control that pressure. I know that once I put, you know, if, if, if I've got a, if I've got a 16 year old son, do I want to, do I want to find out later that he wrecked the car? Or do I want to put the governor on the, on the sports car <laughs> before he wrecks the car? And, and I, I don't want to wait for the city. Uh, if you got that. if you got a sports car and a sixteen year old son, you got something crazy going on there, anyways, Chris. You're making poor decisions. <laughs> Your expectations are wrong. Take TK in the house, my boy TK. You know TK, uh, prior military, just a just a stud, man, dude, soldier in the game. I say soldier in the game, and I, what I mean by that, I, I'm prior military too. But when I say a soldier in the game, I mean they take it serious, man, professional. You know that kind of that guy you can look at. And you see them and you're like, hey, you about that business? And they're about that business. Another one I see popped on right above them is none other than Joey. Joey Cisneros. And, uh, in fact, Tanner got a chance to meet those guys when he went to the school because uh, they did the school with me way back then. And that's just some good times, good memories uh, as I see them pop on here. But, yeah, I've got a chance to meet with TK's soldier in the game, totally professional, totally gets it. And this is part of being professional, right? Would you, would you like Lance, if, if you send your guy out, well, let me ask it this way. I'm going to ask you an open-ended question. What's your expectation of your guy when he goes in the home and, and takes care of what the customer thought was the problem? I, I want my, cu my customers to be taken care of for a long haul. That's, that's what's going to give you the better, the better word down the road. Those customers are going to be more apt to give your name out when you, when you take care of them for the long haul. So my guys, what I expect on every house, pressure test, hardness check, and make sure that they've got the basics like a PRV in there. Uh, just yesterday, Tanner went to a house. The uh, expansion tank had gone bad. The uh, water heater actually had blown at the seam, and that's what the initial call was, was for the water heater that gone bad. But we found in the process that there was a lot of things going on in that house, and so we was able to take care of it. Yeah, and I'm going to, you know, when you walk into a home, this is crazy. When you walk into a home and the water heater is just flat out leaking all over the place, it's spewing water. It looks like an artesian well. And you tell the customer you have to replace it. It's 1600 bucks. The, they're not always going to buy that, even though it's so obvious. There's just no value. There's no information. There's no time, no, no effort put into it. I just did a show yesterday on the idea that, um, or maybe a training. I can't remember anymore. I'm always a I feel like I'm always doing this with someone, but uh, we're talking about professional. You you want to ask someone for twenty five hundred bucks? You want to ask someone for five thousand bucks? You better look five thousand bucks. You better look twenty five hundred bucks. If I'm going to go to the doctor, straight up, I don't care if the doctor looks like a doctor and he's in a big beautiful building, state of the art building. Now maybe the Cleveland Clinic or something like that. I'm just going to blindly go. Well, whatever you say, I'll do it. But if if I sit down and he goes, "How do you feel?" And I go, "I don't feel that great." He goes, "Heart transplant." I'm like, "I don't know." You know, I want I want I want a little more information. I'd like you to, to put some things on my chest. I think I should run on a treadmill. You should be doing some things. And the customer's going to feel the same way. You come in there going things like, oh, yeah, I can see your water pressure is high. You need a PRV. They're not. That doesn't mean anything to them. you got to show them. Show them. It takes no time to check the water pressure. Show them. Because I'm telling you right now, I sold more softeners by just 
having homeowners try to open and shut shutoffs themselves multiple times throughout the home than I have me being a doctor and explaining cancer-causing agents and salt sodium ions and reducing and replacing minerals and flushing out calcium buildup chronic who cares can your plumbing isn't working the way it's supposed to work look okay that's a problem what's the solution softeners this is how they, this is what they do they keep that from happening like you don't got to be a rocket scientist right no lance what would you say to someone who's watching right now that's just like i don't know man i just feel like that's so salesy it's not salesy you're helping your customer Lance, are you a salesman by trade? No. Lance, do you hate the idea of selling stuff to people? Absolutely. Would you ever join like a network marketing company where you had to go convince all your friends and family to buy soap? No, in fact, I tease my friends that cancer. <laughs> this is not a salesman I'm talking to. I get accused of being a salesman. like, oh, well, you're just a salesman. You're just a salesman. Look, okay, fine. That, that is what I am. I don't think sales is all that bad, by the way, if it's done the right way. I think it's honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I got this gift. But- I've also been in the plumbing industry for a long time. I've been in the field, been in the halls, been in the crawl space, done all that stuff, ran a plumbing company for multiple years, a successful plumbing company for multiple years. One that uh, has gone on to, I mean, look, I've been there, done it, but this, you're not, that's not me saying this. This is Lance Ball saying this, a guy in the field doing it every single day, owns a plumbing company, understands what it's like to do it and understands what it's like to have to get somebody else to do it. He understands what it's like to have the customer say one thing to him. He also understands what it's like to get that phone call in the office when the customer is not so happy, even though they acted like they were happy when the he's been there, done it, totally gets it, completely empathizes with exactly what you're going through right now. Today, I just saw a live video of Lance yesterday at a home with his technician who was installing a water heater. One of these calls we're kind of uh, alluding to right now. So he gets it, guys. He gets five-star reviews. Customers love them. They're in a tiny – they're in a town where the population is double their their family size. I think there's like eight people that live there. Actually, when I saw the live when I saw the live video, I was like, oh, they do subdivisions there like they do everywhere else. They have an actual community. No, I'm joking. But, it, <laughs> but it's a tiny town. What's your population? 30,000. What's the name of your town? It's, it sounds like you're going to think it's a Hallmark movie. What is it? I didn't – we Rock don't make Spring. this – my last name is Fresh, and this is a real town name. What is it? Rock Springs. Rock Springs, Wyoming, straight up. I tell my wife, I'm like, that's a Hallmark movie town. Like that's the name of a town in a Hallmark movie. So Rock Springs, Wyoming, population of 30,000 people. What's your average hourly rate? Hourly rate? I do by task, so. <laughs> Bam, great answer. <laughs> Listen, guys, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in a town of 5 million, if you're in a town of 30,000, here's what people want. They want the truth. They want integrity. They want honesty. They want you to be real with them. Tell them what they need. Tell them what they might want. Don't offer them anything more and don't offer them anything less because when you offer them less, you're stealing from them. Believe it or not, you're just as bad as the wolf on Wall Street, Joey Belfort, Grant Cardone, whoever you want to put in that category, people that have used closing tactics for years to get people to say yes instead of true value, true, not the store, but actually offering real value, <laughs> education, information, which is everything you just heard Lance saying. He does flat rate pricing. He's not the cheapest. He's not the most expensive. But here's what his customers can count on, the real deal. And he'll be there when the dust settles, meaning if things don't go exactly like everyone thought, Lance is going to take care of it and do the right thing. That's what people want. That's what people are buying. That's what people would blindly buy if they thought that they were going to get that.
That's why everybody goes and stands in line and buys the next Apple product because we just assume it's going to be great, but it isn't always going to be great. And so you got to make sure that your customer understands what they are buying. Lance, please, any parting words of advice for anybody out there in the field or anybody? Uh, well, really quick, I will say, Joey says Lance is the man. Lance Ball is the man. Tom says Lance is complete professional, one of the best. Uh, that's Yeah, they want the Lance Lances of the world. That's what the customers want. You're not you're serving, not selling. Jody says. Chad says, Lance, uh, where can we find hard water strips? Ooh, that's a good question. And what water soft? Uh, that's a good question. Can I ask you what water softener test kit you guys use? And I use really a hawk. Quick, hawk. Hawk. H a c h. H a. Oh yeah. Oh I, yeah. That's the same one. I I think it's. Uh, is it hawk? I thought it was hack. Well, when I talk to them on the phone, they always say, thank you for calling Hawk. <laughs> so They're going to know, know better. Hey, the, guess, yeah, who knows, guess who knows best? The people the, that named it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, perfect. So is that, you get the little blue box with the uh, with the vials and you can. Yeah, I, I prefer the drip mesh method. And I have so my you put the sit right there. You put the powder in the bottom. You fill it with water. Or no, you just, yes. And then you put the drips in so to change the color. My, mine's all drips. All drip system, but so it's just do, water and then you can drips. Do the powder too. Yeah, they they do a powder form too. I, I I prefer the drip system. It just lasts longer. We're doing so many okay. houses with it, so it just it lasts longer for us. And then, do you guys set the softener to the number of drips that you to the hardness? Yeah, perfect. Then, See how that works go, at home. And then we go back a week later and check it for them, make sure it's working. So, how many times? Look, we're kind of now we're talking about softeners, but we'll give them a little bonus content because we'll probably do one. I'm sure on soon this. In fact, we have a school right now. If you get, if anybody types the word school into the comments, uh, we'll reach out to you about our softener school. We don't, we're very small classes. We're doing them online. There's two different weeks that we're going to do them in the month of May, and some of the slots are already filled for the first week. We're only doing five slots, so um, those are going to cap out. But we want to make sure we have time to answer questions. It's going to be live. Me and Lance both training for two hours a morning. Uh, Monday through Friday for the whole school, and we'll be talking about everything um, that goes into that. But while we're at on, while we're on that topic of softeners, um, these are huge because these tests can be done right in front of the customer, just like the water pressure test. And on top of that, when you put those drops in, it tells you what to set the softener at. And what the reason why that matters is because you're going to get a lot of customers who don't like softeners because the old school technology wasn't that great. They weren't setting them to the right settings, and they were slimy feeling. They, were, they had that slime feel, and it's because they're over-softened, salt and you just got to get the setting right. And so um, don't assume you know what you know until you get the real information. We're going to cover that here in a little bit. Yeah, he says we use Hawk water test kit, uh, Tanner says. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's the, what's the advice you have? Sorry about that. We took us off on a tangent. What's the advice you have? Just give your customer the full service when you go in, test everything, check everything, teach them. A lot of the customers – you are going to be a salesman if you're not teaching them about the plumbing. Hey, this is why this has gone bad. This is some symptoms of it. Let's go check this out and see what you got as far as pressure. Those, those are ways of teaching them. And if you do that, the customer, it's not a sell. You're teaching them and they're making an educated decision on what to do. Okay. That is gold right there, folks. And we're going to do, we're just, First of all, send Lance off with a big thank you. Tell everyone, love, give him a heart bomb, love bomb. Type in the comments, thanks, Lance, for your time. Because he's a, you guys know there's not a lot of that floating around when you're when you're a plumbing business owner and, and, and you're out in the field working on stuff. So I appreciate that. I appreciate everyone watching the show as well. We're going to do a gift card giveaway here in just a second. Don't go away. Uh, $25 Visa gift card. 
Um, but yeah, type school in the comments if you guys want more information about that school. If you guys want to get uh, get a uh, we'll get Robert to give you guys a call. Lance, will you marry me? <laughs> Tom <laughs> Shell, Doc Tom Shell in the house. Hey, by the way, I told Tom I'm just gonna put this out. Here. We're gonna hold Tom accountable. But who thinks Tom Shell should start uh, a Facebook page called Doc Shell? And he should just light it up with humor, with Facebook humor, and let us all just get a piece of that positivity every day. Tom, we're holding you to that, brother. You need to do that. You've got that gift. Don't keep it from us. Don't steal it from us. We want it. We want it bad. Uh, you be. He said so many funny things. I just, man, I'm constantly screenshotting it and texting him back how funny he is. I, I think he's him and his brother, two clowns. Um, anyways, back to Lance. Lance, we appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming on here, brother. We'll see you next Tuesday. Okay. Definitely. All right. So guys watching the show, who wants to win a gift card? Now, really quick, if you didn't get a chance to get in the gift card giveaway, all you got to do is type in the water pressure. Real quick, we'll give you guys just a couple seconds to do that. The highest water pressure you've seen. And then we'll do this. Um, we'll do this um, giveaway here. $25 Visa gift card. Also, if you share the show and tag people on the show next week, we're going to do a $100 gift card giveaway to all the people that did that. We'll, we'll put them in a drawing, share the show or tag people in the show. Even if you do a watch party, you could do a watch party on Facebook later. Uh, we'll get an alert and we'll put you in the drawing for the $100 Visa gift card giveaway. Also, when we get to 76, when we break 76, it'll be 77 viewers. We'll do a $250 Visa gift card giveaway. Somebody asked me, where's all this money come from? My checkbook. That's where it comes from. Uh, God's been good to me. Life's been good to me. The plumbing game has been great to me. Um, we, we've we've uh, definitely been blessed. And with coaching and training and all the extra products that we offer outside of this show, um, obviously, we God's been really good. And I want to give back. You know, I, I don't need to give you guys money and then somehow make a profit on it on the show. It doesn't need to work like that. And you guys can learn from that with your with your community. Go give back to your community. The more you give back, I feel like the more that comes back. I'm not a karma guy. I think it's actually a spiritual thing, but I will say it works similar to the idea of karma that what goes around comes around. And when you when you invest and when you pour into certain fields of life, other fields will then pour into you. And it doesn't always come back the way you thought it was going to come back. That's a little life lesson, a little motivation for you on a Tuesday in case you're down in the dumps, but you feel like you're a good person and the world's just kicking you in the teeth. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. Look, uh, here we go. All right, let's pick my producers. Can you put a winner, a random winner in there from the, the uh, go back through? We pre-picked a number and whoever got closest to that, I'm trying to look as well. I think I know who it was. But we'll let them put it in there. Just Bearden is the winner. Just won a $25 Visa gift card. And, sir, you can use that on, well, just about anything because they're lifting some restrictions. And I think we're going to open up some stores here pretty soon. I did see Georgia, I think, and a couple other states are about to go back to normal business or is starting to get back to that. That's really encouraging just to see the, the world coming back to Normalcy, as much as that's going to be, doesn't change anything I've said during this pandemic. Absolutely will be different on the other side. It doesn't mean that cars won't still be on the road. doesn't mean that we won't still be able to go pay for gas and buy sodas and, and overconsume like us, uh, like we love to do as humans. But it does mean um, that maybe businesses do business slightly different. The consumers purchase a little different. And there's been some cool little observations or we've identified some neat technology along this process like online ordering and curbside service. I think that's not going to go away. People seem to enjoy that in some fashion. Guys, listen, as always, remember, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I wore a short, a shirt yesterday. I wore a shirt yesterday on the show, American flag. Uh, that was called, there was a specific reason I wore that shirt and it was a brand. Um, 
that is called the, I think it's the thin brown line. You guys should check them out. If, if Jody could put that in the comments, if she's still watching the show, the name of that, that brand, or maybe the website to that clothing line, um, supporting local plumbers. Those are plumbers. That's a plumbing business, uh, plumbing business owners that started that brand. It's an American brand. It's about our own country, support your own country. I saw someone in the UK, uh, really go on a rant the other day about he's a plumbing business owner and he went on a rant about buying local. And I couldn't agree more. If you're in the UK, buy local. If you're in Australia, buy local. If you're in the US, buy local. Buy from your own, support your community and everything that you do. Guys, I love you. Uh, hopefully Jody puts it on there. I think it was the thin brown line. The thin brown line. I got it right. My memory is top notch. Boom. All right. Look, not really. I can't believe I got that right. All right. We love you. As always, remember, serve your communities and everything not just plumbing. Have a great day, guys.